0: Welcome to the City of Heroes podcast, a resource for the casual heroes gamer.
1: Your hosts, Shooch and Viv, are here to explain basic and advanced features of COH,
0: as well as give tips and answer your questions about this great MMO. Welcome, heroes, to the City of Heroes podcast. Oh, there goes Viv's screen. I was worried for a second. I am Chooch, and I'm joined, of course, by my lovely wife, Viv.
1: Hi. <laughs> I
2: Hello. I talk <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is episode 58, and uh, so that's us. Today we're going to be discussing base building a uh, topic that a lot of people are interested in. They're not just for, uh, for portals anymore.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and we're gonna be joined by Daisy, who is an amazing base builder designer mm. and um, does some really great things in a little bit. First of all, as usual, we've got news.
1: Hey, all heroes. <clears throat> How's your Saturday going? I'm gonna say hello to the chat. I see we got rich there. How's it going? Rich corn doggin. Dollhouse is here. Hello, my lovely doll.
0: Oh yeah, I have not set up, set up the walk on such, such and so like a Vivi does.
1: We need to talk about that. We need to make that happen. So um, hope you guys, hey, Greb, how are you? Grutch monster in the house. Hello. Hope you guys are having a great Saturday. It's Saturday, right? Yes, yeah, it's Saturday. All day. Aw, <laughs> oh, Doll, work, listening while working. She's just the best, isn't she? Don't we just love Doll?
0: <coughs> we do.
1: So I'm going to get going on the news and patch notes. If Chooch wouldn't mind throwing some shout outs to our streamer friends that are in the chat. Indeed. <laughs> Hello, friends. So glad to have you join us today. Thank you. Thank you. So let's see. Um. So first up, we're going to start with the COH podcast news. We don't really have news other than, yay, Daisy. (laughs) Uh, But I did want to make a simple plea for reviews, um, particularly in iTunes. Um, After we stopped podcasting years ago, um, this podcast, um, at some point, iTunes wiped our history. So Chooch was able to go in and reload everything again. So we have our podcast feed up in iTunes, but we had over sixty reviews, and I can't remember if I've done this bag before. But if you use iTunes and you get our podcast there, or if you have iTunes and you listen to our podcast, we'd love it if you'd throw us a review. It's kind of like a little check mark by a real human saying, well, <laughs> "Right, you know, yeah, this you is worth check your it time." You like the game? It's not terrible. They they give news and stuff. Um, it would really like, be a bomb for my aching soul. <laughs> we have six there now. We've had six there like for a couple years now. We're so grateful, but like, meh.
0: <laughs> yeah. And for so, that matter, you know, we're actually, before we were only on iTunes and we were on. Uh, I don't remember like podcast pickle back in the day, <laughs> way back oh when.
1: Um, Something obscene sounding, yeah. Yeah.
0: And now we're on Spotify. They just enabled ratings. So people are now allowed to do stars on uh, podcasts and stuff on Spotify and um, um, Stitcher. And so we're on all those services now, too. So wherever you happen to listen, if you could give a thumb up or a star or a favorite that would or
1: be, a heart.
2: It.
0: Yeah. Thanks.
1: And let us know where you're doing that and we'll give you a shout out like we used to do in the olden days. Cross promotion, crisscross. <laughs> I rate in corn dogs, not in stars. This we know, Rich, and we're for <laughs> it. So let us know where your corn dog rating site is, and we will go there. Two <laughs> oh, sticks wait, up. Don't. I, I don't know. Maybe, 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 maybe Chooch will go there first and make sure it's actually like what you're saying it is. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get started, though, with the patch notes. February 10th, we had the spring fling event become active. In Pocket D, we have the NPCs Ganymede, Scratch, Jessica, Megan, Duncan, and Arbiter Hawk, and they all have the proper contact NPC effects rings. Dram and Chili now also have proper vendor NPC effects rings. Dram and Chili are are the ones that you buy special temp things from to do these missions. (coughs) I do want to add that when uh, we tried to do them last weekend, I had my main uh, trying to get those, and she was unable to get the missions and i talked with a dev and it ended up being because i had too many open story arcs it wasn't the you have too many tasks so you just drop tasks i did that i had zero tasks. i was bouncing between the different alignments and the contacts were like you're too busy come back um and so i talked with one of the people at support and they said that um, if you look at your contact list you'll see some will have a little open book with a blue or a green chapter bookmark kind of thing in there if you have more than five essentially then you have a problem um there's a difference between the blue ones and the green ones and I won't go into that but um you know it's just something to keep in mind if you can't get it to start take a look at your mission art your story arcs and via context, and start clearing them out via Ouroboros oldest to newest I would say so you could get through them quickly <clears throat> um, that's what I did anyways, <laughs> mm-hmm. so now they'll talk to me and I have to go to go do those do again. Those again. Um, um, and then for the tasks for the Spring fling, uh, it's the same as 2012's Arbiter Hawk, Widow in Red revamped Virgil Terracos' dialogue tree to better fit his character, as the previous dialogue tree was copied, pasted one-to-one from the hero contact. The O'Ball contact now provides a few bot vials of mana infused blood, which they're used in the ritual instead of the player actor actually cutting themselves. So I really got to say, I love that change instead of having us do self harming. Mm
2: -hmm. (laughs) Yeah,
1: here, take a couple vials. It's just that easy. Nobody has to cut themselves. That's a fantastic fix Um, DJ Zero's involvement in the story arc has been removed as it violated his absolute neutrality rule. Mercedes, Sheldon, and Pocket D has inherited his role with a rewritten dialogue tree. A few lore inconsistencies, typos, and mistakes were corrected in the arcs text. Um, and, um, yep, that's a repeat for, I don't know why. Um, and then we have the weekly <laughs> strike targets through Monday are the Lady Grey Task Force, which is a uh, level range 45 to 50. Megadeth cometh, oh, by the way, if you're going to run that uh, Lady Grey TF, before you do the Hamadon one, um, you know, mission, make sure you lower that difficulty, right, Chooch?
0: Right, yes. All right, yeah, lower that. Just for that Take one.
1: Grab some EOEs, grab some EO, uh what are those called, Essence of Earths from mm-hmm. the from the Auction House, or fight some shit before you, you head in and you're good. Uh, just a little tip. <laughs> After last night's pain. <laughs> uh the Mega the Mega Mech Cometh, the er- Ernesto Hess Task Force levels 25 to 30. Um, Pirates of the Skies, the Silver Mantis Task Force, levels 20 to 25. Sorry, Strike Force. Um, and then starting Monday, we'll have the Manticore Task Force level 30 to 35, Admiral Sutter, level 20 to 40, and Mortimer Cal, level 20 to 40, which highly recommend Mortimer Cal. That one's always a good one to run. So that's pretty much it this week.
0: Fun. Uh, Richard asked, when does the spring fling end? And it did not say so in the patch notes. Taxi says March 3rd or something.
1: I have not, <laughs> I scoured yesterday and the day before looking for that date and I couldn't find it anywhere. So I don't know. No. Um, I haven't seen any date. Uh, Taxi sounds right. Cause they usually run these for a couple of weeks. I feel like they usually run it into March. I totally believe Taxi's date.
0: <laughs> Thanks for the bits. We got some bits from Kyle and from Dahl. Oh,
1: thank you so much. Hey, Taxi. Welcome, welcome. I'm casting, Doll says, I'm casting you to the facility speakers in Building 3 using Chromecast. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> Is it a big facility? <laughs> Yeah, yes. Thank you so much for the cheers, you guys. Appreciate you so much. So that's it for the for the patch notes and for the news. Right I, on. I ask you choose, shall we have our guests join us?
0: Yeah, that brings us to our main topic. Our main topic is base building. And we've got our special guest, (laughs) Daisy, (laughs) welcome to the
1: podcast.
3: Hi, thank you. Thank Um, you
1: so much for joining us. We're so glad to have you.
3: I'm very glad to be here and I need to apologize up front. My voice does not sound like it usually does. It's a little bit um, raspy, so sorry about that, but we'll just have to deal with
1: it. Oh, no, not yeah. a raspy voice. So oh, no. Whatever will we do.
3: People Horrible. hate that. <laughs> yeah. I anyway. think you sound great. <laughs> well, thanks. So, hi. Yeah, hi. Nice. Glad to be here.
0: Oh, da- uh, Taxi posted on. From the homecoming Discord, Spring Fling will run until maintenance on Tuesday, March 1st.
1: Thank oh, you. Oh, thank you so much, Taxi.
0: Right there with the facts. <laughs> so, Daisy, you um, you are a, a base builder and also a player in general. Um, did you play City of Heroes on live, or how did you first discover the game?
3: Yes, I did. I've, I actually was there from pretty close to the startup, of uh, just after beta. Nice. Limited mostly because I didn't have a computer my, of my own. I had to watch over my husband's shoulder.
1: <laughs> mm. <clears throat>
3: so... Started with a few characters on his account, got addicted, and the rest is history.
1: Yeah, that's how it happens,
3: right? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, and I built bases on live, and it's so much better and easier now. It's just, there's almost no comparison.
2: Hmm.
0: Cool. Um, How did you find out about the game being playable again when uh, The Resurgence, The Homecoming?
3: Um, I, I was in... I, I knew about the whole blow up that happened and mm-hmm. the leak of the secret server and all that. So um, I didn't get in right away because I wasn't positive that it wasn't gonna shut down right away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I waited I waited a couple months and then I got in.
0: Yeah, it seems to be a lot of people <clears throat> were very skeptical. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or
1: downright scared.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, is this even legal?
1: Is this gonna be okay? <laughs> Meanwhile, we were like spazzing. Ah, get it, mm-hmm. get it, get it! We gotta get in. We gotta get in. with those characters. We gotta pick oh, yeah. the main uh, It was. Am, we were running around like idiots.
0: I immediately messaging friends, downloaded the code, <laughs> and set up a, our own private server. So if it went down, we'd still be able to play.
3: Oh my, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> not, not up to doing that. No, we're ready. We're ready. Guys. <laughs>
0: yeah, we're in case ready. In it goes down.
3: Mm-hmm. So. Um, I thought today we'd start with my uh, the spaceship that I made, and uh, this actually was an award winner, but probably Ooh. the biggest question that I have from people, and then the most popular video of the videos that I make, is how to build above or below the base. Mm-hmm. like lots of people want to know how to do that, yeah.
1: yes,
3: and yes. this base is actually built inside the base and on top of the base and around the base. So,
1: sure, sure. I,
3: I thought it would be a good example, and I did a lot of um, different techniques in the air. So, um, the first thing that I uh, wanted to be sure in the space was to make sure that all the services were really close to the entrance because 90, 95% of the people in a supergroup just want to come in and do the stuff that a base yeah. does. Yeah. Um, so, I want to make everything close. I do that in my own home base as well. Everything's very tight, everything's very close in. So you come right into the um, travel area here, and there's a quartermaster you can buy and sell from. And then all of the um, destinations are right over here. We have symbols and also words, so you know where you're going. Um, Paragon City is basically the tram, except for, um, I put Colisee in with the co-op, I believe, because it's a co-op zone. Yeah. And then all the Hazard Zones just perfectly fit on one <laughs> one teleporter because there are 10 Hazard Zones that are blue side. Um, other Dimensions would be like Praetoria, Pocket D, um, and uh, the Firebase Zulu. And then Rogue, of course, is red side. Plus a few Hazard Zones that are shared by red side. Just to make sure they don't have any blank spaces because your um, teleporters will tend to drift one to another, if all the spaces mm. aren't aren't filled when they're this close,
2: oh, so gotcha. um,
3: that's something to keep in mind. And um, in this particular room, I was telling you a little bit earlier, um, I use the banners not only to mark the uh, teleporters, but also as a floor and the walls, so you can get a colored wall and a colored like a carpet type floor. Yeah, if you use it the
1: so plush it looks amazing.
3: Thank you. Um out this way.
1: It's such a simple detail, but it adds so much texture and depth to things,
3: you know? You know, your your choice of materials can make such a huge difference in your build. I mean, you can just kind of put things together and make it look, well, that kind of looks like what I want. Or you can take the time to go through the editor and really select your materials because lots of things in the editor have like a back or a side. Mm -hmm. And when you look at that and kind of separate it out from the rest, mentally you go oh that looks like this or that looks like this and I'll I'll show you some examples of things some people call it kit bashing some people call it just um I just call it blending things together where (laughs) you make something entirely new out of what the editor has it doesn't look like anything the editor has but it's made out of parts that are sticking out in various ways so um come on this way to the bridge please and in the bridge, we have um, trainers on either side that double as guards. Nice. The only other service I have on the bridge, I have the um, mission computer up here. That's for your tip missions. And then over here, trying to look um, technical, is the Ouroboros crystal.
1: <laughs>
3: Ooh, nice. And... Um, as far as the design, I was requested to make some that was Star Trek. I also threw in a little yeah. bit of the Expanse and um, uh, Battlestar Galactica into the, awesome. the ship design. That's
1: amazing.
3: So, um, And then uh, you've got
1: things like the Rikti elements in here mixed in, which gives right. such a neat, like again, texture and depth to it.
3: Well, it's supposed to be an alien ship and you'll see that when we get to the outside. Here's the um, navigator's chair. And this would be an example of something I, I you know, Mashed a bunch of things together, so that it looks like what I could imagine an editor's chair to look like. Yeah, and this would be like your um, your harness or blast off and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, now, just like real windows, when you have the lights on inside, you cannot see outside very well. But these are all glass, and, and you can see outside, and that's like the space sky out there. And when we're, when we're outside, you'll be able to see inside really, really well. But,
2: cool.
3: Because <laughs> the lights are on, you can't really see outside very well. <laughs> now, from the deck, you can get down to the, the ship's ready room. And We're not going to do a full tour because we just don't have time. Yeah. Or anywhere else in the ship from these turbo lifts. I want to show you the rest of the services because they had some, um, interesting features. This would be, of course, medical. And you have the nurse here. And you also have this, um, I'm right here. Oh, sorry. Sorry, I thought that... <laughs> thought you saw where I went. Um, and you have the combat logs where you can buy and sell inspirations, and the nurse where you can buy and sell, you know, inspirations and so forth, too. And then the, um... Res units, and then I made a, like an MRI unit over here. Again, this is more of the <laughs> pushing things together to make them look like something else. Yeah, it's a pretty fair rendition of an MRI yeah. machine. So, and well, then other than that, <laughs> other than that, we've got kind of the Star Trek feel from the the bays over here with the the beds and so forth. And again, that. <laughs> That's not exactly the way that it's set up in the editor. I had to kind of push things together to make that. Then over here, I've got kind of a, a map directions, and if you notice in the um, transporter bay, I also did this. I did lettering, and people are. The the editor does not have small letters, mm-hmm. so everyone's no. like. How did you do those How letters? did you
1: do
3: it? <laughs> um, they're actually candles because the candles at the end of room details are tintable. Wow. And also nice. soap. Now the soap, soap, because it has white mixed in with it, it has to be a couple shades darker than the candles. But oh. all these letters are made with soap and candles. Wow. <laughs> um, except for the, the, the words, turbo lifts at the top. Right. Those Those are banners.
2: And the thing
3: about banners is that the design on the banner, which can be a letter or a number, well, no, just letters, um, actually sticks out just a little bit farther than the um, flat side of the banner.
1: Oh, And so
3: it's sometimes tricky because you got base shift, which is where um, our our lovely programming, the um, positions in the base editor are actually text fields. And when you position something, you're giving it a a numeric value. But a text field only holds, I think it's like three decimal points. Mm, And so if your text, if your decimal point value is more than the three test, decimal points, it's gonna round. And that ends up shifting the position of the item you just (laughs) placed. So, um, when you're doing little bitty fussy work like the lettering and like the, the banners, sometimes they'll pop through where you have the banner showing all the way through, or they pop through the other way where you don't have the letter showing at all. Right. So, um, and, and the bases can be glitchy all by themselves. Over here is the workroom. And if you look at the workroom, they're all labeled, okay? Uh, white would be common. Yellow would be
1: uncommon. Nice. And oh then gosh.
3: orange is rare. And if you notice, only the walls facing east or west have lettering i did have um storage here but i could not get the letters to stop Mm. shifting so that you either saw the banner or you didn't see the letter so and it's only in this location on the ship everywhere else i could put things on the north wall and it was fine this location it just went no i'm not going to work for you We're, we're just not doing that and it, it, it is sometimes just frustrating because something might work in one location and might not work in another location. Hmm. And that's just kind of how a cookie crumbles. Mm-hmm. The base editor is, is very glitchy. But um, there are some things you can do to- I peeked
1: um, ahead and this is just so cool. I love this. This is <laughs> an icon employee and you've got it looking like an actual dressing. <laughs>
3: yeah, it's just um, uniform and supply. I,
1: Simple, but very cool and effective.
3: It, it's very simple. Yeah.
1: I'm sorry. I interrupted you. Oh,
3: no, no. That's, <laughs> that is great. I, I I want you to ask because otherwise I'm just going to rattle on. <laughs> um, and, and this would be, I usually make a container for like um, catalysts and converters and unslaughters and things like that. So that's what I mean when I put special up there. Um. So you'll have
1: the storage device behind it and with the proper right. permissions and stuff clicking on this little handle exactly. thing would give you access to it. But that is you, so cool.
3: If you looked at it in edit mode, um, you would see each item has a blue box around it. Okay. And these are the tech containers mm-hmm. and the tech containers have one side that's flat. And so you can put it right up next to the wall and the blue box for the item extends out past the wall. So you can still click on it, um, but you can't see it. And that's another one where sometimes you'll get shifting where the the, the bars from the... Uh, it's got like hurricane fencing on the back of it. Sometimes those bars will show through and you just, you know, push it back in. That happens. But, <laughs> wow. Um, also sink it just a little bit because the um, bottom of the storage has a tray that will show at the bottom unless you sink it down a little bit. But um, the... Arcane's a little harder to hide. Sometimes you have to disguise that instead of hiding it. Um, Because it doesn't have like a a completely flat side. And you can't access them from the side. Well, you can access the arcane from one side. It's not the pretty side. It's this old chest
2: thing.
3: (laughs) Um, And I've done that in some apartments before. I had that sticking out so you could access it. But, um... So this is the workshop. And we have all the some of the storage for IOs over here, standing upright. Um, the nice thing about the IOs and stuff is you can turn them upside down and still access them. So they can look just like a flat table instead of mm. having all of the uh, flasks on them. I mm-hmm. usually stand them upright. How do you turn something upside down? Oh, um, there are basic controls that everyone needs to learn if they're gonna edit. And I really think everybody can edit. It's just a matter of the difference between uh, Basic base and a great base is basically determination, patience, and perseverance. That's really all it is. I have
1: none of those, my base <laughs> <to like> is
3: <laughs> And that's fine. I think, you know, if you can set yourself up with a basic base and it's it's really no. not hard. So it's the basic functional. controls that you wanna use, the first the first keys you wanna use are the F keys. F one 2, 3, and five. F one will change your grid size. Now, grid is is basically just what it sounds like. It's an automatic placement of the item. It goes to a certain position. And so when you're moving an item, you'll see them jump on, on, on space one, pretty far apart. On space four, they're really far apart. But you can set it down to grid size one quarter, or you can even turn the grid off altogether. And then you don't have any spots. But when you turn the grid off altogether, that's when you get those rounding errors. Um, where things will shift a little bit. Oh, good. Okay. But, but sometimes you cannot get things close enough in the right position on grid one quarter, so you have to turn the grid off to try and position your items. Um, especially if you're doing a, a flicker. Uh, sometimes items will flicker if they're li- like trying to occupy the same space and they both have the same uh, thing on it. Mm-hmm. Well, if they're just occupying the same space, basically, they will flicker. And some clever base builders have actually taken advantage of this, like in Rat City you see letters that are flickering, like they're electricity that's going <laughs> on and off. And that was Gizmouse taking advantage of the fact that things put in the same space will flicker. Um, very clever. But most base builders don't like flicker and don't and want to get rid of it. So what they'll do is, um, if items are overlapping, which sometimes you can't help, um, you can tilt one of the items just slightly, like turn the grid off, turn your angle snap, which is the next key, F2, down to zero, no angle snap, and just do one, the tiniest click you possibly can. And um, sometimes you have to work out which of the axes you're gonna use that on for it to actually work. Uh, So that's not obvious, but that will get rid of your flicker. Um, And then F3 is clipping. Now, when I say clipping, that's when I'm pushing things above or below the base, out through a wall, um, into a floor, into a ceiling, or into each other. That's clipping. Mm -hmm. And if I want to be able to make some of the objects that I've shown you, like these um, I.O. tables that I've angled up and pushed into something else, I have to turn on clipping. I have to enable that. So F3 is the first button I always click when I get into a base because I know I'm going to be clipping stuff. Um, And that's just a toggle on, toggle off. F5 will change the attachment value for the item that you have so the attachments are the floor the ceiling a wall or surface and um, if you attach it to a floor that's basically the bottom of the base or um, on the very top of the base the, the top of the ceiling acts like a floor or there are several items in the base editor itself that are basically designated as floors. And um, any one of these things, when you try to put something on it with the floor attachment, it'll automatically attach, completely level, completely upright, okay? Hmm. Now, if I'm trying to place something, say, on a table, um, most of the things that go on tables, like books or lamps, attach to the floor. And so, you're like, I can't get it to put it on the table, why won't it go on the table? You can do it one of two ways. You can either change the attachment so it's now on the table, and usually you want to turn your grid off, because if you attach it to surface the table with the grid on, it'll either be above or below most of the time. So turn your grid off, <clears throat> turn your attachment to F5, and then place your item on the table. Now, the other way to do it is you have it on the floor, and you can hold the key, um, the shift key, and then just use your mouse and raise it up to where you want it. And then if you still need to move it um, laterally, hold control and move the item with your mouse, and control will hold it at the exact same height wherever it goes. So when I'm working, especially if I'm working above base, um, there are a couple little glitches that can sometimes send you flying across the base or send the item that you have flying across the base to the nearest attachment that it's looking for, like the floor. So suddenly it's across the base on the floor somewhere and you have no idea where it went. (laughs) Um, So I hold control because that way, if it's looking for a floor, which is usually what it it does, it's it's looking, it's got the floor attachment because most of the items in the editor attach to a floor and it's looking for the floor. And what it does is it looks at your camera angle versus the intersection of where the floor is versus where your mouse is. And that's where it goes. So if you are looking at the horizon and your mouse is way off in the distance, you are essentially selecting a floor that's way off in the distance. So that's where your object just went. But if you hold on to Control, it's at least at the same height you had it at. So it's easier to find. Um, but if you do find something go goes scooting off into nowhere and you don't know where it went, just hit uh, Control-Z. Which is undo. That works for anything except for a storage item. If you hit a storage, pick up a storage item by mistake and you don't want to move it, hit escape and that'll drop it like you never picked it up. Um, And then there are three keys that you need for all movement for any item in the base, and those are Alt, Control, and Shift. And the combination of those three keys will turn your item in any axis. So, um, like just plain Alt will rotate it around. Like if you have a chair on the floor and you wanna make it 45 degrees, you just hold alt and then you move, use your mouse to turn the item to where you want it. Um, now, if you want that chair on its side, for whatever reason, you would probably hold control alt and then it would flip on its side. And if you want it on its back, then you'd hold shift alt and then it would rotate that way. And those three axes are gonna go the same way no matter how, like if your item is upside down, or on its side, you have to remember which axis is gonna do what. I mean, experimenting is usually the best way to go with that. But mm-hmm. that's, that's basically movement and the keys. And it, once you have those things down, you can pretty much do whatever you wanna do um, within the limits of your imagination and your patience.
1: We have a comment from Taxis. Thing base building requires you to be a math expert, and that's not wrong.
3: <laughs> I I would disagree with that because I am definitely not a math expert. Uh, I am good at angles, however, that is one of yeah. my um my strong my strengths. But, um, Rich I,
1: said. Rich has a question. He asks, "Is uh, when is Daisy joining the HC team, the homecoming team, to improve uh, SG base tech <laughs> technology?" And-
3: <laughs> that would be great. I haven't. Uh, I don't have any kind of a, a tech background that would let me do anything meaningful <laughs> um, sometimes I'm asked like well what items and I gave them a list but I still haven't heard back <laughs> I haven't oh, seen yeah. any items that I asked for I mean people are continually asking for like can we have sand please can we have snow can yeah. we have yeah. you know more doors more walls more floors some ceilings something yeah. we can tent you know there's a lot of different things that we would like to see you know customizable NPCs but we just haven't seen them. So um, I don't think face editing is maybe the highest priority. Or oh, yeah. you
1: know, for sure yeah. for the team but they they try they try sure mascot 16 says control alt pl- up uh, control plus alt plus shift combos to rotate items some items and this was because i had asked you how do you flip some upside down some uh-huh. items can overlap if they have the same pattern repeating on them mm-hmm. and um i thanked them for it and they said i love daisy learned a lot from her videos Thank and you. I wanted to point out that um and, and I don't know if Chuch has the link handy to post mm. in mm-hmm. the chat, but um you have a YouTube channel. Yeah. And uh I've been watching videos over there and my favorite, because I have like a really short attention span, is you've got yeah. these series uh like uh some videos called something like You Asked For It. Yeah, quick um, tips. Yeah, how to do this, you know, how yeah. to stack things or whatever. And it's like literally like two or three minutes. And I that's just right. like brilliant, and uh, I just want to make sure everybody knows about that, as Mascot 16 reminds, Thank reminds you. us. Yeah, yeah
3: I, I made those because, first of all, some of the, the, the videos that I made a long time ago, some of the information is no longer relevant, mm-hmm. uh, like they changed, uh, fixed this bug, or, or this no longer works like that, or something like that, and um, my videos now are higher quality than they were. And plus, people usually have, like, one specific question. They don't want to watch the whole video mm-hmm. to get that one question answered. Yeah. So, and, and anybody, if you've got, if you have a suggestion for something you'd like to see, like, I know one thing I'm going to do next is spiral stairs. Everybody wants to know how to make spiral Ooh, stairs.
1: Oh yeah.
3: Um, and, and everybody was asking about, well, how do you mess with NPCs after you've placed them? That's just their thing. You can't click on them. What how? What do you do? So I did a, you know, how do you move those pesky NPCs? Uh, short video so yeah um thanks for the shout out on that that absolutely
1: was, it's a delight it's such a wonderful gift to the community that i just want to make sure people know that it's there
3: <laughs> uh, thanks um yeah and i do the base tours too which mm-hmm. speaking of tours we've been in here long enough let's go yes. to the final yeah. service room and um this is just and I, I do each base that i i do on commission i do the um storage according to what they want so this was basically he wanted three inspiration storages. So this was where I decided to put storage and buffs over here in the science lab. There you are, straight um, across, straight across. Chooch was
1: Chooch was using some of your tips and playing in base design and demonstrating that. So Chooch, oh, okay. come over this way. Cool. Yep, Camera coming. Yep. <laughs>
3: so we've got
1: our. Um, oh my gosh, this looks fantastic.
3: And you know, just just trying to think of new ways. Because I mean that. The inspiration holder is just really hard to disguise or hide or change mm-hmm. because it's very specific in where you can click it. You can only click yeah. it in the area that's like right below the glow ball, mm-hmm. um, the, the computer screens and up. Anywhere mm-hmm. else is like, forget it. And so yeah. if you try to bury it, it's like, no, no, now you can't access your, your inspirations. Um. Good so um, yeah, I just put them in this to make them look a little more techy. Um, So one of the reasons I wanted to show this ship was because of um, the different lettering that I did, but also because it is built inside the ship and on top of the ship and around the ship. So um, let's let's go to outside the ship and I can kind of show you what I mean. I'm going back to the front room here and we're gonna go to S, which is for the shuttle bay. That's Samic point, but I just go by the first letter because
0: <laughs> those can't be renamed, right? They're hardcore. No,
3: they cannot be renamed. We would very much like it to be renamed, and we would very much like more teleport points. So far, n- no on both of those. I mean, it's it was the Hebrew alphabet, and there must be more letters in the Hebrew alphabet. I'm just sure of it, but we've only got
2: <laughs> two. <10. laughs>
3: so, um, this is the shuttle bay, and um, this is the steps down to the main floor. This is where I got a little bit of the Battlestar Galactica and the, the yeah. launchers in there, <laughs> and um, we've got racks of the wow. Lambo flyers, and then an Arachnos flyer here. And uh, these are turntables where you you bring in bring in your flyer, and then it would turn it around, and then the cranes <laughs> would pick it up and put it on the, the lift.
1: So nice touches.
3: I, I like my stuff to be logical. If we fly out here through the force field.
1: Oh, naturally, of course. You're just gonna
3: You can see the back of the ship. Oh, snap, you guys. Okay. Wow.
1: I was just looking for the view. Holy crap, you guys.
3: <laughs> Holy crap. Wow. So, and this is this is the if you look at your map, we're at the very back of the rooms on the map. Holy. Um so this is just on the other side of the uh, the room that's inside, which I'll show you in a moment. And when I get there, I'll tell you the special trick I had to do to get that in place because, um, items, there's a rule on placing items. You have to have part of the item inside the room vertically. Um, and it only goes out horizontally as far as there's enough of that piece in the room. So like these pieces on the side here, part of them has to be in the room either above or below or inside the actual base. Okay? So that's the tricky part about building around the base because what you're looking at right here is the base plot. The base is inside of that. And, um, so, you know, and then you can't actually, because the grid, you can't see the grid, they made it invisible, um, but, um, you can kind of, underneath the ship and and then in front of the ship, and then, um, You can see I think I'm actually below the grid. Wow. There we go. Okay. And you can see this is the the oranderite. And here's the the um alien lettering and stuff.
1: I love it. So So someone gave you a concept or you came up with the concept and Um, just
3: They they gave me the name. They wanted a cruising starship. So I made a cruiser, not a battleship. It's, I mean, it's got some battle argument, armaments, but it doesn't, it's well, more sure. for-
1: You'd want to be able to defend yourself.
3: Space travel and stuff, uh, kind of, not quite electric cruise, but, but close. Um By the way, these letters, uh, they look like they're glowing. And the reason they look like they're glowing is because they are sunken into the surface. A lot of people will leave their letters out. Um, Mm -hmm. just resting on top of the surface. I don't like that because when you get to the side, you can't read it very easily. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And um, I have this on indoor lighting. So that means that light sources that I use will show up. Uh, Mm -hmm. If you put it on outdoor lighting, lights, you can place lights, but you won't see them actually light anything up. So these lights are underneath and they're aimed at um, the surfaces of the the, um, letters. So they miss the surface um this is a one-sided polygon here because um if you look at the very back of it if you're looking from the back of it there's another side but it's pretty far apart from it it's a tech balcony and so this side that i'm on is the side that has a polygon and from underneath there's nothing that catches the light okay Mm -hmm. so the letters if you angle the lights at them they will catch the light so therefore the lights look like they're glowing um, but it's just because they're sunk in, and because there are lights aimed at them. So that was huh. kind of a trick I wanted to pass along. Yeah. We've got a
1: question I thought I'd ask. Um, Kyle asks, I don't know if it's been asked yet, but what's the most impressive base that you've seen so far?
3: Um, I'm going to go with Sleigh Bells, which I did a tour of, but um, oh. every builder who looked at that and I showed it to quite a few builders because I was so excited. I'm like, they look at my base and they go, oh, this is so cool. And I'm like, oh, if you think that's cool, you got to see this. <laughs> I take them over to see Sleigh Bells. And um, it's a, a, a base by Easter Bunny. And oh. um, it he just did so many super cool things there. And, and so many touches. And, and he also was one of the main the two um, designers who just did the recently opened vault locks, which we we may be able to see here in a little bit. Um, And um, just, he's a master of detail and attempting things that nobody else thinks is possible. I mean, Mm. he just, he's he's just really, really good at that. So um, every base builder that I took there, that was one of the top builders looked at it and went well I know if homecoming has another contest I know where the next contest winner is (laughs) I've seen it (laughs) Um, and it was just pretty it's a pretty amazing base I mean uh, I like this one and a lot of people like my witch's house
1: Mm -hmm. Um, oh my gosh your witch's house (laughs) oh my gosh yeah we talked about that on the podcast and uh in our streams that was just amazing.
3: Well, maybe we should pop over and see that. This is the dance floor from the other side, and um, which we haven't seen and the lounge, which we could go in and see that real quick because that's that's fun. I don't want to spend too much. I don't want to spend all the, spent, like, right. all the time on the ship, and yet I've spent like all the time on the ship. Well, we
1: can go anywhere you like, and <laughs> as we said before, we would love to have you back again in the future. Absolutely, because this is a huge subject. It is a huge subject and we are happy to promote anything that you've got going on or share anything that you feel like sharing
3: okay um let's really quickly go back over to everlasting um i had asked if we could tour the locks and um let's let's look at that real quick and if we can we'll get in a little of the witch's house but i, I don't know as we're gonna have time to do that today
1: okay sure thing <laughs> I'm going to ask another question while folks are moving around. Uh, Mascot 16 asks, When building a base, is it better to build in one spot out, build in layers bottom up, or wherever you feel like it?
3: I think that's a great question. Um, I, and I think it really depends on the builder. Uh, people ask me all the time, Well, where did you start on that spaceship? Did you have a plan? Uh, I had a loose plan. I'm, I'm what I would call an organic builder. Mm-hmm. Um, I... Knew that, because I had done like um, a test sh- ship of my own, and I knew that I wanted to have the shuttle bay and that it needed to be pretty big. I knew I wanted a nightclub on top so you could look out. I knew I needed the bridge on top so you could look out. Um, so that, that kind of dictated some of my positioning. And then um, the arboretum was kind of a something I knew the ship needed. and I put it in the middle, doing the shuttle bay and, and the bridge. Awning. Thank you. Um, And then the rest of the the base is inside. There's three levels inside that include like a conference room, cafeteria, um, crew quarters, a gym, um, captain's quarters, engineering, an escape room, which is really cool. (laughs) Um, And that was a special request by the um, by the Ace Builder. So. Wow. Now, you guys have the code that I gave you for getting into Lux, right?
1: Yes. Was that the last one that is on the list,
0: Um, No.
1: Oh, oh, I see it, sorry, my bad, okay. And that's on uh, Everlasting? Yeah, that's on Everlasting. Okay, let me swap over there.
3: So, yeah, it's a big subject. You can tell from all the videos that I have because people have... And and really, I I see the same questions being asked over and over and over again. Um, How do you place items? How do you place items on top of other items? How do I build on top of the base? How do I make these teleporters work (laughs) inside the base? Um, How do I set up teleporters? You know, Do I need power and control? You only need power and control, by the way, if you're putting in something medical. Um, other than that, you don't need power control.
1: Yeah, no. that's I'm so, they've made things so easy for us, I swear. Really it feels only... like a cheat. Yeah,
3: yeah. yeah. Um, and, and, then, and then and then you'll get the base builders to go, what do you mean easy? <laughs> this, this is hard. And, and it is, I mean, it's both easy and hard. It's, it's so much easier yeah. than it was. But so, I mean, it's, it's, well, it's, like, uh, back
0: on live, like, everybody in SG basically had to help out, right? You had to go get the travel yeah. beacons to be able to have portal porters, you yeah. had to get prestige, had to prestige to unlock items.
3: And when you had prestige on for the supergroup, you were earning half influence.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: So it was a real sacrifice for the for people to run in supergroup mode. And I had completely forgotten about that until I looked it up You know, not that long ago. And um, you had specific rooms that you could only, at first, that you could only build. Like, this was a transportation room. This was a teleporter room. This was power and energy. This one was... Or, uh, medical. And so each of these rooms had to be separate if you wanted all the features. And now, you know, really, if you wanted to put together a simple base, you can do it all in one very small room. Okay. And, um, are you Golden Nightmare? There we go. Yes, sorry. Oh,
1: uh, yeah, great. Diggler awesome. Nightmare. Okay. <laughs> it was easier just, than transferring.
0: Yeah, I so just switched to Incarnita's is, yeah.
1: Oh my
3: gosh. This is the vault and um, that's just looking out at the lobby that you would have come in from. There's a street scene out there. It looks oh, wow. like it's dark right now so you can't really see it very well. Um, but like little details like this V on the floor for vault. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is just really cool. And you'll see him repeat it throughout the trim in the base. There's a teleporter over here. Gonna take us inside. Ooh!
1: literally never would have seen that
3: <laughs> if you're into bases and i think our rp crowd pretty much knows when they see a glow they're going to click in fact yeah. um, <laughs> just try hiding your teleporters. there are ways to hide teleporters but um most of the rp crowd will find them <laughs> so um you know there are now a couple ways i can make an entirely silent entirely invisible teleporter and um it's really hard to find unless you know it's there so I love this this money and the gold.
1: Oh my gosh, oh, yeah. that is so cool.
0: So um, classy. So
1: wow, I can't imagine the time involved just to do these few little rooms that we've seen so far. Well,
3: I mean, I think there are uh, great big blocks of money, so they would have been easier than putting in just the dollar bills. Oh, for sure, for sure. But bail of dollar bills. But, but yeah. still. <laughs> he's he's crazy on the, the details. So we wow. have all these glowing steps and see the V yes and then this is um you know herringbone with the glow pattern and these are tech planters and um people use tech planters a lot because they have these nice glowy bits they only glow at night so what Mm. Easter Bunny did was he put we have these placeable skies in the um editor you might not have seen them because if you're unless you're thinking oh i want a different sky you won't go looking for them and you can set Mm. like your default sky in options on the editing bar. So that's for the sky for the entire base, but these placeable skies are small. And there are some that are always night, like nightfall, it's always night. So I believe what he did was he put a nightfall sky up above this, so it's always night right here. So these are always on. Because these lights <laughs> only come on at night. So um, you know, he, he's a very clever bunny. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then in here, I, I, I love this bar. Ooh, these yeah. are shower floors, okay, they're straight. However, if you notice, the wall curves. Yeah. Oh wow. So just funky stuff like that, and this, you know, neat bar he's got here. Um, just very classy stuff. Um, my very favorite. I'm gonna show you. This really is quickly. so
1: Vegas. I'm not even gonna lie. This is like <laughs> literally like Vegas.
3: <laughs> yep. Yep. Definitely so. Um, there's another bar that way. I'm gonna go this way because my favorite thing is over here.
1: I want these curtains in my bedroom. Forget my super group base. Those are so (laughs) cute.
2: (laughs) Yeah,
3: those are, I think those are, um, bed, possibly bed curtains, or there's a window curtain and there's a bed curtain. And he's possible he used either one. I'm not sure which one he used, but whichever one would have fit. So over here, um, there's a little Italian restaurant with kind of an outdoor theme (laughs) <laughs> and then mm-hmm. there's Astrid's, which is a um magical it's a it, a witch's bakery candy store. Hello. So, um we got, you know, candy dispensers over here. <laughs> we got pies oh, and yeah. this rack here. Made a lot of use of the um uh alphabet letters to make the different colors and stuff and bb badger base building badger um did a lot of the the wall decorations he's really really good at wall decorations and scenic views and so forth so like this lollipop that would be something a touch he did um i love this gumball jawbreaker machine here it's just so cool
1: that is crazy
3: and then back here I mean, a lot of people, I think, when the place was open, didn't go back here, and that was a mistake, because they missed out. You gotta come, you gotta see back here.
1: (laughs) where the magic is. Sorry, I got totally distracted by all the other things in here, it's like.
3: Yeah, there's so much to see. Literally
1: in a candy store.
3: Yeah, we are literally in a candy store. So first, I like the floor. Um, We don't have a lot of flooring options, and here we have a very nice floor. Um, You notice we got eggs on the counter. And a rolling pin with dough. (laughs) Wow. She's magical, so the pot over here is stirring itself. (laughs) And then there are trays of baked goods and stuff. So, and then here are some batter mixers. And there's a freezer with ice cream and fruit and so forth. Um, Bread's baking in the oven. So just, you know, lots of little detail. Very, very good detail.
1: Amazing.
0: (laughs) The freezer. Walk-in freezer.
3: So, if you missed out on the Lux Hedda open house um, Thursday night, the 17th, and if you missed out on that, um, well, I'm I'm sure they'll be open again, but... uh, Too bad,
1: so sad. Yeah, you
3: missed out on the the back of the kitchen, because that that, I think is just really worth watching. And um, restaurant and everything in here so Let's I think just... let
1: to see if we have any qu- other questions from the chat real quick um
3: yeah this the role of insulation is the lollipop and I believe the rest of it the, the pink is um there's a super group logo that's kind of like magic and we use that for stains all the time so he just colored it pink so the stain lollipop <laughs> oh. was so pink um but yeah you can put up things with banners you can put on things with um um there are these dividers that have like glass walls and those will do the same thing only sometimes you can have like floating uh lit up logos or letters so anyway um gosh i think we're about done we never got to go over to the witch's house (laughs) i know
1: we had a whole bunch of questions but it's just like the eye candy of it all Right. Yeah. Let's see. Um there's some happiness that power and control are no longer needed. Not everybody knew that. Um, um there's like there's so much conversation. It's common in 3D rendering apps. Sometimes I find myself trying to do stuff in bases that I do in Daz, wishful thinking, I guess. <laughs> color yeah. changes. Nice. Um how is that glow working? The color change between the herringbone.
3: Um, that is, um, basically taking advantage of a native feature. A tech piece, um, if I were in my own base, or if you can get into edit mode, you can go to Tech Planters. They're in Tech. And, um, they have lit up bits that glow, basically. And they cycle through colors. And what he did was he just put the, um, the white part that's the bottom of a shower, bathroom shower floor, and so he just placed it. So the bathroom shower floor was there and the lit part was around it. They just happened to match up, line up real well for this part. And um, then he's got a sky over that so that it's always night. So they're always cycling through the glow. Yeah, it does make an awesome dance floor. And if you're gonna go upstairs, there's another dance floor upstairs, <laughs> the VIP section.
1: I'm gonna let Chooch follow you up. I'm gonna Let you know. I'm <clears throat> gonna switch off my yeah. camera and start up the other feed, Daisy. We're gonna be um, transitioning over to our gaming in just a few minutes. Okay. And so, if I don't mean to be rude, I'm gonna keep talking. I'm just gonna disappear off the camera stuff. So
3: <laughs> no problem.
1: Keep you guys keep
3: talking. So um, Chooch, I don't I don't know if you saw yeah. where I went.
0: Um, I saw the doors. And... Yeah.
3: Just just click. Put your hand. Look for your um, blue hand. There we go. And then click.
0: Yeah.
3: okay and this is above the dance floor and we look down at the dj booth, okay that yeah. giant v
0: cool. but if you look
3: up there's a um chandelier
2: cool
3: and then this giant v i love this giant v it's so just elegant the the stairway up here and you got to see this scenery back here it's oh, so yeah. cool
0: Oh, wow.
3: Just sunken ruins. And it's on both sides with the um, streams of light lighting up some treasure.
0: <clears throat> Love an aquarium.
3: Yeah. So it's just... And this is the VIP entrance. They they come in this elevator. And then they get to <laughs> walk down the red carpet.
0: Nice.
3: So... um, I, I make... Probably a pretty good use of these these gold windows. These are office windows found in windows and doors, and um, they look gold. So mm-hmm. they are wonderful to put up whenever you want to go look. And they act as a window from the other side. They have glass, and you can see through them um, just like a window. Nice. So, um, yeah does anybody have any questions because i think they're getting ready to go do something else here <laughs> and i feel like i've talked of, um... i've showed you a lot that i haven't really told talked a lot about how to do things um, did, did
1: you have any questions you wanted to grab off of our our list of we had such a long list of questions i don't think we barely touched them no yeah
0: no um a lot of things you just kind of covered you know in conversation so yeah um
3: <laughs> Dollhouse is saying we need through. to have a part two next week.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean, we would. I mean, I'm not even kidding. We'd love to have you back. Uh, we go every other weekend if you'd like to go, if you'd like to come back weekend after next. And if you have anything else you'd like to show us or another time in the future, no pressure to answer right now.
3: Well, I'll have to check my schedule, but uh yeah, I'd love to come back and I want to show you a couple of the, the fun things in Witch's House and a few other places. Um, Easter Bunny has a treehouse place that is just amazing I wanted to show. But the thing is, like all these tours, all my tours are around 20 minutes, some are a little bit more. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's with being able to edit between going from this place to another place. So it's really hard if we're just touring bases Mm -hmm. to um, see a lot of consequence Mm -hmm. in an an hour. So um, we didn't get to see like, levels on the inside of the the spaceship or anything like that. I just wanted to basically give the impression of you can build above, you can build below, (laughs) you can build inside, you can build around, you know. Um, There's a lot that is you can do in base editing just kind of limited by your own imagination and um, the the pieces aren't always cooperative, but um, if you keep at it, usually you can make something work. (laughs) Yeah. Uh,
1: Mas- Mascot16 says, just when I think I'm getting good at base building, I get my mind blown. <laughs> <laughs> well,
3: comparisons a Thief of Joy. I tell people that all the time. I think um, just that's like true. Getting that's so inspired. true. Yes. And, um, you know, we're always learning. I'm learning. I learn things all the time. I didn't come up with half the clever stuff I get credit for, you know? Right. I just remember it. <laughs> yeah. Um, like Gizmouse, like the slider stuff in my, my uh, Witch's House base, because there's a lot of falls, and the, the fall thing I came up with, but the sliding, Gizmouse was the first person to find out, oh, you can slide on some, some items. Wow. And then another player came up with, oh, you can slide on this item, which I can hide underwater. So then it became invisible.
1: <laughs> um, so,
3: you know, there's just a lot that we all learn from each other. And um, I, I'm just happy as can be to be in such a great community that we all share information and learn from each other and and can do such amazing things
1: so i guess i have uh one last question for you um that would be do you have any pet peeves of of players Mm -hmm. that come to view like you know i want to make sure that i'm a good guest when i'm visiting in someone else's house um (laughs) You know, is there any, are there any, I mean, I, I think that we start when we started, you recommended you want to have a character that can fly because you never know the different things that you might see and where that might land you and stuff. But like, are there any recommendations you'd have for people that
3: are doing base tours? Um, well, <laughs> one thing that I, I'm not sure about mentioning this, but, but I know that has occurred for some people <laughs> who make like apartments and such is they have people coming in and doing ERP. Without permission in their base.
1: Ah, uh, gotcha. That's rude.
3: That's rude, people. Don't do that. Um, other than that, um, and I kind of laugh at this one because it's just, it's almost like a game because people come in and they look for ways to get outside the architecture behind the scenes. Right. And there are very few bases that are absolutely perfect where there's no way you can get behind the scenes. And there are some people who are really, good at it. I mean, really good at it. I had probably five or six different people who are really good at it looking for holes in my, my witch's house. And this person would find this one and this person would find that one. And I'm sure there's some that I still haven't found, but, um, Mm -hmm. yeah, people will come in and then they'll get behind and run around back where they shouldn't be. And that Mm -hmm. is both annoying and and humorous because I know they're going to do it. And they do yeah. it. As, and there's some that are just really, really good at it. So it's kind of like a contest. Can I build a base that even the rats from Rat City cannot get, <laughs> find a
1: place to get out? You know?
3: That's a tough one.
1: That's a tough one. Every party has those people that come to just kind of fuck with stuff. So right. I guess that's not too terribly surprising.
0: Uh, yeah. Somebody in chat had asked, uh, what is ERP? And I'm mean, going to guess that's erotic role play.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Since you, just, mentioned you walk bedroom. into
3: your base and there's somebody um, getting it on with
1: somebody else in mm-hmm. your base. Yeah. And that's, that's why we were so careful not to give away any of the base coats. <laughs> well, I'm not going to yeah. say that's the reason, but that's a reason I'm glad we were careful.
3: <laughs> well, my spaceship is open. That's well, ones O-N-E-S, yes S five fifty thirty. And um, that one you can go and explore to your heart's content. The Lux that we're in right now is a private base that you have to basically pay membership to come into the base. But um, I I know that uh, At Dusk is always happy to get more members, VIPs.
2: Um,
3: And uh, we didn't get to go to any other bases, so we'll have to look and see (laughs) what the codes are for the next ones, if you can go visit us or not.
0: Yeah, next time, for sure. And uh, uh, one last very important question from Rich. Do you do commissions for bases if people want a custom base built?
3: I I <laughs> I do but here's the big but I have a huge list right now and I'm still trying to work my way out of it. So I haven't been taking commissions for new bases because I have to finish the ones I have. And the videos have um I did upgrade the quality but they're also taking longer than I thought they would mm-hmm. to edit and so forth and with my voice being the way it is, I haven't even been able to keep up with that the way I wanted to. Sure. So um I'm kind of behind. So I am saying right now I'm not taking commissions um, just because I have to, to catch up.
0: Right on. But,
3: but yeah, the, like the spaceship was a commission. Um, I'm working on a couple of commissions right now. The, the witch's house, that was my idea. Um, and that, that kind of last year I did, well, two years ago, I did the basic one and that took me only three weeks. So it's like, cool, I just cranked that out, no problem. And it got a great reaction. And then I thought, oh, I'm going to add this, 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 and this. And I ended up at it tripling the number of pieces. <laughs> and um, it took me another two months to add the rest in. So altogether, I got about three months in on, on that one. So, wow.
0: And you reached like, the capacity of how many items you can place, right?
3: I did on that one. And I don't recommend doing that. Like My, my spaceship is only about 12,000 items. I like having fewer items because... When you have a big base, it's a big chunk of memory processing, and every time you enter the base, every time you access storage um, or take something out, it rewrites the whole base code. Mm. It, it rewrites the entire base. So the bigger your file, the more chance you have for corruption and memory errors. And in fact, there are some um, not very well-known bugs. if you. Do a respec in a base, especially a large base. You can fail your respec, and... I don't think this bug has been corrected. There's a chance you can lose all your IOs.
2: Wow.
3: Um, so do not do respects inside of a base. Do not do respects in a very busy zone. Same problem with memory. Um, it's just a server issue. Um, it's not your oh, computer. It no. doesn't matter how big your computer is. It's a server
2: mm-hmm.
3: process. Um, so, like, I ended up on the witch's house. I had all these great things. So we do a giveaway every year with the witch's house. And I had everything in storage. I accessed the storage and the base crashed. I kicked about (laughs) 20 people out, including some of my NPCs that I had set up. Had to reposition them. And then I had to figure out, okay, how do I get all these items out of storage without accessing the storage again? Because we had all these people inside. It was at pretty much capacity for the pieces placed. And it was going, no, I can't do this, you know. And so I had to pick a time when, like, nobody was in the base, kind of shut it down for about 10 minutes while I got everything out of storage real quick, and then opened it back up. But that was, like, Halloween. (laughs) That was not a good time to find that out. So, yeah. And we also found out the base limit is 200 people because with the dollhouse and um, the Federation of, and I I can't say it, Xanthia. Xanthia, um, we did a costume contest. I made a special Mm -hmm. arena just for the costume contest. And we found out the limit for a number of people in a base at any one time is 200. We had people who could not get into the base. So um, that that didn't work out as well as we had hoped. (laughs) So probably won't be doing any more base contests in that, uh, especially not in that particular base, but uh, it was fun.
0: (laughs) Very cool. So yeah, we are over time. I'd really, really thank you for coming and uh, and showing us this stuff. I think we should definitely do a part two. I'm all 100 uh, percent mm-hmm. on board for that. We'll work that well, out.
3: All about it. Can yeah. show you some secret teleporters and how to integrate <laughs> some storage stuff. in. I did a little bit of that this time, but I'm mm-hmm. I'm a big proponent of of you want a base that's usable but you also want a base that fits your theme.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So
3: I like to hide the storage and the usable items and the NPCs even mm-hmm. in places so that you don't see them if you don't want to see them.
1: Yeah. yeah. So is, is there anything that you'd like to promote other than your YouTube page?
3: Um, nothing I have going on right now. I've got, you know, the thing on Halloween every year and um, anybody who wants to... Have a base neck because we were doing it shard-wide, and I would really prefer if I could get one person on, on I'm on Everlasting, and right. we can have other people on Everlasting, because we did this year too. Mm-hmm. But if we can have other people on other shards, and I did, I reached out, I had people on every shard this year, but I would like them to be doing like the recruiting and the um, donations and, and yeah. things like that, yeah. so I don't have to do it one for all the shards yeah Um, that would make things a lot easier on me so if you have a base you want to be part of the halloween giveaway and have people tromping through your base and give them lots of great stuff for halloween let me know right on but that's a ways away so you have time to build it
2: yeah (laughs) yeah lots of time
1: (laughs) so and thank you very much for having me Absolutely. absolutely thank you so much for joining us
0: It's been great. So um, that is going to be it for us for the podcast. I'm going to roll our uh, our outro video. As always, we are going to raid into Vivid Muse's channel, where we're going to do some uh, some heroing. It's it's Super Saturday where we we get in there and we run missions. that's right. So we've been doing Praetorian missions with Trauma Train Rich and Grevlaja. So if you'd love to, we'd love for you to stick around for that. <laughs> Once again, thanks Stacy, and thanks to all of you for coming in. We're um, we're definitely going to do a part two, yes. And so you can send in more messages. You could. Um, I don't even know. Do we have an act? Yeah, we still have an active Gmail account. You can send questions to cuhpodcast@gmail.com. Yes, cohpodcast at gmail.com If you want to send questions that way, you can join our Discord and and um, you can send us. I'm gonna do the Discord. Um, you can send us a, a private message in there or in the coh channel where, like, we announced this event. Um, you can do it there, but you can do it as a PM if you're shy and you want us to ask the questions for you. No problem there at all. All right. Oh, here's and the, we do uh,
1: have uh, we do have some feedback, and we will be reading that next week.
0: Yes. 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 (laughs) So good hunting heroes. We'll catch you next time. This podcast, its hosts, and websites are not in any way affiliated with NCSoft, Cryptic Studios, or Homecoming servers.
1: All views expressed are solely of the hosts and their guests.
0: This podcast is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Sharealike
2: License, which is explained in detail at cohpodcast.com.
1: Good hunting, heroes.